This is the People Podcast with Mike Kahn. My name is Mike Kahn and I'm your host. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's my pleasure to be your guide for this conversation. I'm a people person. I help people with people through personal coaching, team sessions for businesses, organizations, churches, and schools. Visit my website at mikecon.me. That's mikecon.me. I'd love to connect with you online. I'm sold out Mike on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My life mission is simple. I don't want to just see people. I want to help people feel seen and feel valued in all the best ways. Our purpose with this podcast is two things. Number one, we're going to become better people. Number two, we're going to get better at dealing with people. Thank you for joining us for this conversation today. Now let's get right into today's episode. As we get started today, I want to say a big thank you to those of you that have already subscribed to the podcast and given us a rating and a review. Thank you so much. I posted some of the reviews on social media over the past couple of days, and honestly, I've been blown away at your response. Thank you so much for the encouragement that you've given and the feedback that you've given. I will keep sharing those reviews. Listen, we know from Leadership 101, what gets rewarded gets repeated. For those of you that haven't done that yet, or those of you that would like to go back for round two, please go ahead and subscribe and give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. That helps us out tremendously. The whole reason we do this podcast is because we are for you. I am for you. My team is for you. Your community is for you. I'm honored that you would spend a little bit of time with us and invest in becoming better people. Sincerely and truly, Thank you so much. As we jump into this episode, I want to bring a couple of words to the conversation. Preference versus conviction. We all have our preferences, the way we want things to be done, the way we think things should be done, and sometimes, honestly, we can't imagine things being done any other way. Ah, preferences. Wouldn't life just be so much easier if everyone would just work around me and my preferences? You know, convictions can be different. Convictions can conflict with our preferences, and sometimes they match up perfectly, but often our own preferences don't even match up with our convictions, not to mention the convictions of other people in our organization. Think of it like a uniform or jersey with the team name on the front and the individual's name on the back of the jersey. Preferences point to the back of the jersey and what the individual wants, but the convictions point to the team name on the front of the jersey and what's best for the organization. One of my favorite ways to illustrate this with teachers on Professional Development Day is to ask, if you could set the thermostat on any number you could choose and there are no ramifications, no repercussions, what would you choose? And it's usually at least a 20 degree difference because we think of our own preferences first. Now I'm recording this episode on a cold February day, so it may be a little bit of a closer gap. But in the spring and summertime, it's always at least a 20 degree difference. The highest I've ever heard was 81 and the lowest was 58. So let me ask you this, who decides where our convictions should come from for our organization? Is it the owner, the board, the franchisees? 
all the employees, you just kind of make up your own convictions and wherever you want to run from? Listen, at the point where my convictions don't line up with the ownership or the leaders of the organization, I have to move my preferences to the back burner and lead from the convictions of the ownership of the organization. If I can't do that, I may have to go find another organization to serve in or to work in and belong in. You might be saying, hey, Mike, why does this even matter? Well, the big reason this really matters is because organizations don't drift towards unity. They must be led there. I'll say that again. Organizations don't drift towards unity. They must be led there. Neither do departments. Neither do families. Neither do individuals, really. This is why our conversation in our last episode is so critical. We talked about the statement that Oklahoma State Representative Marcus McIntyre made that we should trade compromise for consensus. We should trade compromise, which is where we focus on what we gave up, for consensus, which is the common ground. What's the win-win-win for everybody involved? It's really all about finding the common ground around us. And a better way of saying that is recognizing the common ground that already exists between us. It's a lot easier to recognize the common ground you have with people when you are looking for ways to be for people. Let's look at this from an organizational viewpoint for a moment. If I'm the manager and I lead from my preferences, which is what I want, rather than from my convictions, which is what's best for the company, then everything gets off track. And not only that, you don't really know what to expect because I'm not running the play. I'm not going off of what is best for the organization. I'm going off of what I want and what I think will be best for everybody involved. That gets kind of dangerous. And not dangerous in that the organization may not survive, but really dangerous because it messes with everything that we're trying to achieve. It messes with Uh, all of the cohesiveness, it messes with the alignment of the organization. If we all just operate on our own preferences rather than our convictions, everything's gonna be a mess. And it's the same way in the organization that you work in, it's the same thing just on a different level in your home. In your family, whatever the makeup of your family is, if you only ever operate on your own preferences, you operate out of your own preferences instead of your convictions of what's best for the whole family, you're, you might get some of what you want, but big picture, you're going to get some unhappy folks who live with you. And really what we're talking about when you work on your preferences and try to help those align with the convictions of what's best for the family, what you're really saying to everyone else in the family is, I see you. It's not different than going back into the organizational context here. For your department, not everybody's going to agree, whether you have a department of three or 30, it doesn't matter. Not everyone's going to agree. And so when you don't push your preference to the front, when you pull that back and you say, hey, let's let's look at what's my conviction, what's our conviction for the organization, then you're helping all of the other people who you work with, who you serve with, who you spend so much time with on your career, you're helping them feel seen and feel valued. And you're helping them know, hey, listen, I'm for you, not just for me. Uh, And I'm not saying we should always take the back seat. We should never fight for our preferences. Please don't get that twisted. What I'm saying is, When we lead from what we want 
that just feeds the beast. And then we can become all about me and what's best for my career and really not even caring about the longevity of the organization. And so many times that pushes us back into the spiral of the people versus the problems. Remember, problems are to be solved. Problems should be solved. But people should always be valued. People should be valued above my preferences. People should be valued more than what I want. I want to make sure we have great relationships in the organization at work and the organization of my family at home. Like this is crucial. It's vital that we prioritize the people over our preferences. As we look to wrap this episode up, I want to let you know what's coming up for the next few episodes. We're going to launch a five episode series on communication. Communication is one of the most talked about topics that we are not talking about nearly enough. When I partner with organizations and I ask what are the top two areas they need to improve on, they always say communication. And the other answer is always a branch on the tree of communication. So we're going to dive into it beginning in our next episode. We're going to set the foundation for what's got to be first. Many organizations have vision or mission or key characteristics or critical actions to guide the organization's convictions and cultivate the culture that they really want to have. We're going to talk about the difference between our internal and external communication. The internal is we're going to talk about the in-house, how we treat our teammates, how we're going to communicate and value each other, setting internal expectations for how everyone on our team can expect to be treated as team members in the organization. And external is customer-focused or customer-facing. It helps guide our expectations and how customers can expect to be treated as guests, not visitors. Remember, guests are invited and expected. Visitors can be prosecuted for trespassing. Our conversation is going to help set the table for how our prospective customers and clients will be valued and respected when they're dealing with one of our team members. We're also going to talk about V3 communication, visual, verbal, and virtual communication. Visual communication is engaging and clear regardless of if we are communicating in person, during team meetings or presentations, or with customers. The goal of visual communication is to be engaging and to be clear. We'll discuss some methods of incorporating that into your team's culture. Verbal communication is still really important. A lot of statistics of how much communication is nonverbal are really, really high, but we need to pay attention to the ways we leverage verbal communication, both internally and externally within the organization and on behalf of our organizations. Also, we're going to talk about virtual communication, and there has never been more opportunity or more of a necessity to be able to communicate virtually. With so many organizations having at least one team member moving to offsite offices, often multiple team members for a variety of reasons, it's vital that we put great thought and intentionality into how we choose to leverage virtual communication on behalf of the organization. We'll talk about casting vision and how to equip the vision carriers with the same message. How much do you talk about the vision and the mission and at what point do you stop talking about it? Uh, here's kind of a, a clue. <laughs> As a communicator, we have to feel like we're a broken record. We'll talk more about that. We've also got some great stuff from Michael Hyatt. We've also got some notes from my talk, The Human Pinata, Feedback Redefined. It's about input and feedback. What's the difference? How can those parts of communication become a superpower for your organization? 
So to put a bow on this episode around the topic of preference versus conviction, here are a few final questions for us to answer today. Question one, in my current role, how can I be the best teammate possible for our organization? Question two, how can I be an ambassador for our community on behalf of our organization? Question three, how can I manage my preferences and my convictions to leverage my influence and maximize my contribution to our organization and to our community? The truth is, there may come a time when your convictions will no longer make it possible for you to be in your current role or even in your current organization. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. We must be courageous enough to follow our convictions the best way we know how. And when we know better, we'll do better. Thank you for engaging in this conversation with me. I'm so excited about what is happening now and what is to come. Remember, I'm for you. And as you go from this conversation, find every opportunity to do good. Thanks again for joining us today for this conversation on the podcast for people with Mike Kahn. We value you and want you to know that we are for you. We would love to hear from you in our social media channels at Sold Out Mike on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can go to our page on Spotify and send in a voice message. Just click on the Leave Us a Message link on the page for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoyed this conversation today, please give us a rating and review. Also, please share this episode and invite someone new to the table. Have a great day and a terrific week. And as you go, remember to do good.